2: Now on Colorado's morning news, 11 deaths in the state this year among people affected by West Nile virus, the latest being a 71-year-old man from Denver.
0: Yeah, the virus typically spread by mosquitoes and late summer usually brings its peak season for the flying insects. And on the KOA Common Spirit Health Hotline now, executive director for the Denver Department of Public Health and Environment, it's Bob McDonald. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Well, let's start with just what we're seeing outside right now. It's looking like we're going to have a wetter weekend. Could this cause more of the mosquito population, will we see almost a a quieting of it for right now due to the forecast, but then more increase later on once it dries up?
1: Well, I would say uh, you know we've seen more cases this year, just uh, obviously because of all the rain that we've had during the spring, and we've had a fairly wet summer. But any anytime that you have uh, rain like we're going to have the in the upcoming days, you really got to be careful the following days being outside, especially, you know, in the cooler times, in the early mornings and evenings when mosquitoes tend to be out. So certainly need to be cautious after after rainfalls.
2: Are we seeing an uptick in West Nile this year for some reason? More cases, more fatalities, or is this, for lack of a better term, par for the course?
1: No, actually, you know, we have about 29 cases that we're investigating right now. And again, it's unfortunate we had that uh, one death and our thoughts are certainly with that family. Um, But as far as memory serves me, and I don't have data in front of me right now, but 29 cases in Denver is fairly high. That's the most that I can recall in, say, the last 10 or 15 years. Uh, So certainly an increase in cases, but there are a lot of things that people can do to protect themselves.
0: Yeah, Bob, let's go into that real quick as well. We're seeing 104 cases statewide this year on the Colorado dashboard, but here in our area, what can people do in order to protect themselves?
1: Yeah, well, you know, as I said, uh, mosquitoes are out and we all know this, you know, they're out at cooler times of the day when the sun's not beating down, generally early in the morning, later in the evening. So if you can avoid being out at those times, then that's obviously the best protection. But if not Uh, Try to use uh, clothing, you know, cover your legs, cover your arms with long sleeves. Uh, But remember the four D's, DEET, uh, so insect repellent with DEET. uh, And you want to apply that, uh, you know, read their directions and apply that the right way. Best to put it on your hands and then rub it on parts of your skin that are exposed. You don't really want to take that and and spray it all over your face and body like I sometimes see. Uh, Parents will do uh, so, use insect repellent with heat, Dress in long uh, clothing, um, and again, avoid the outdoors during dusk and dawn. And then, really important is to drain any standing water around your home. That's where mosquitoes breed. So, you know, if you got any buckets or tires or 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 kids' toys outside or or you know, sometimes landscape equipment, wheelbarrows or bird baths, you know, you you want to make sure that you dump those things out at least once or twice a week because that's where mosquitoes breed. So you can keep the population down by just make, make, making sure there's not a lot of standing water around your property.
2: Bob, I, I realize that West Nile virus deaths are probably pretty rare, and usually it's just not the virus. It's, it's usually tied to a, to a vulnerability, whether you're older, maybe younger, maybe a comorbidity. Is that correct? So so the health issues, depending on whether or not you can track the virus, it, it makes a big difference. Whether or not you can get through it and you have minor symptoms or whether you become really sick. 18 plus. Yeah,
1: that's absolutely right. You know, like most things, uh, you know, that we see as infections throughout a lifetime. Generally, those people that are immune compromised, sometimes older, uh, younger, uh, or compromised in some other way. You know, they're always more vulnerable. It's it's not uncommon uh, to have a, a fairly high percentage of the population that might have been bitten with a with a mosquito that's carrying West Nile. But that doesn't mean. Uh, that 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 person's going to become symptomatic. Uh, A lot of uh, cases are subclinical, meaning that there's just no symptoms and you, you wouldn't even notice it. But it's older populations that really have to be careful. And unfortunately, that's what we saw with the recent fatality.
0: And Bob, in wrapping up with you, when it comes to overall prevention tactics, I know some areas consider the aerial spraying. And I know that can be a controversy when it comes to crops and and other pests or or other wildlife out there. But uh, does Denver ever consider that? Is that ever something that's done?
1: Well, we don't. You know, we don't broadly go out and spray uh, with uh, insecticides to control this. We do monitor, uh, collect mosquitoes and monitor the mosquito population to see if we're seeing the species that most often carry West Nile virus. Uh, and we do use larvicide in populations where uh, we're seeing a lot of larva and then a lot of mosquito, high mosquito population. Uh, but that's a larva side that's applied to that and uh, environmentally friendly. And, and you know, they, we, but, but we just don't go out and spray, uh, you know, the city of Denver to keep the mosquito population down. It's not necessary. And again, there's just a lot of things that people can do to make sure that they're that they're going to be safe throughout the uh, mosquito season.
2: Executive director for the Denver Department of Public Health and Environment. It's Bob McDonald. Thanks for coming on with us.